They say a picture is worth a thousand words, then how are we tied down to just one? I'm not a label, and neither are you. Welcome to a space of creative freedom, where you and I get to be exactly who we are. Join me as we uncover the layers and discover ourselves on a deeper level. Thank you so much for showing up. I hope you enjoy this. Welcome to Not A Label, the podcast. I'm your host, Avi Adwani, and I'm really excited to have Thibaut Otomer with me here. It feels funny to actually say his full name since the relationship that we have and maybe some of you even know. Uh, he's my boyfriend and I'm super excited to have him on Not A Label sharing his story, which is most definitely unique, special and inspiring. And I'm super honored to have him here. So please introduce yourself. Hey, hello. Hello, everyone. I am super stoked as well. It's really fun to have you in front of me in this environment of a podcast because this is the way actually I got to know you. I got to know you through your podcast and I was really inspired about everything you were sh- uh, sharing there and all the, the people you had on your podcast and, and now I'm here. So that's, uh, that's amazing. Um, to introduce myself, yes, I'm Thibaut and I'm a Liberty Coach and I love helping men to break free from their limits, from the limits they put uh, on, uh, on themselves, let's say, so they can finally feel free to really know, grow and show themselves and to really live a life the way they really want. That's so beautiful. I love that. I think when I got to know you, a word that I would remember you repeating a lot was authenticity. You know, how you show up authentically. And I remember you even um, having a little bit of a radar, you know, for knowing when you felt an authentic energy and when you didn't. And uh, that word was very dear to you. Why, why is that? Tell us more about that. That was indeed a very important word for me last year, let's say. That was the main word. That was my keyword of uh, 21. And it will always stay an important word, uh, of course. But it is so important to be authentic. But before that, you need to know who you are. You need to know your authentic self. And that part for me was lacking for so many years. I thought I knew myself well, but actually I didn't. I know myself on a very superficial level, but when big moments in my life hit me, when I hit rock bottom, let's say, I was forced by the universe, by myself, by situations, call it whatever you, you want to call it, I was forced to stop and reflect. And in this moment, I really got to know myself. And these were moments that I, yeah, that I stopped and, and, and got to know the authentic self, the authentic me. And actually, I, I loved what I saw there. Uh, in the majority of the cases, not always, but every part is valid, you know, the, the good parts, the bad parts that even exist, uh, that, that kind of label. And the more I discovered my authentic self, the more I discovered that I wanted to know more. I want to discover more. I want to explore more. And that has been a beautiful journey and I want other people to do that as well. And I want to guide them in that, in that journey. I love that. So tell us more about Liberty Coaching and your unique way of guiding. You know, you say that you want to help people live more authentically themselves, no? authentically to who they are. And to me, that sort of already feels like a liberating experience. But I want to know more from you about why Liberty and why coaching? What, what made you start? How did your journey uh, embark? Well... I think this is always a very funny question because I, I get that a lot and there are a lot of different stories that that I can tell about this. 
But I would say what made me really tap into the coaching part was a phone call I got a couple of years ago. Yeah, I got a phone call from the boyfriend from, at that time, my boyfriend. And he called me and he told me, hey, I'm the boyfriend from your boyfriend. And I said, hey, I am too. So basically, um, one of my exes, he was living a double life. And I was in a, I was in a toxic relationship, let's say. And that was a moment, again, uh, in a short period of time, I, I lost that relationship or I ended that relationship. I lost my job because I had to fire the, the whole team for certain uh, circumstances. I was not in my normal uh, physical environment. Mm, everything was different. Uh, I was hitting a very low moment in my life. And then I, I realized, hey, the hobby that I'm doing which was co coaching already in the day. You know what? That little voice on the left side of my ear, call it my intuition, call it a voice, call it whatever. I decided to listen to it. And it was saying, don't do this, don't do this. Go for coaching, go for coaching. I tried to hush it down for quite a bit because it was not the obvious society choice. But once I courageously tapped into that and really decided to listen to that inner voice that I have, Oof, everything became so clear and, and then I decided to go full-time for the coaching that's why I, I started you know to go practicing with people I created my business and boom here I am right now uh, having created my business of Liberty coaching coaching people individually in group now also recently I go to companies and it's so exciting to be able to to help people in all these different uh, formats that's amazing as you were talking about words like courage and freedom it reminded me of a conversation we had back in Gran Canaria where we were thinking about the people in our life and if we could summarize them in a word what have they provided to us and I remember mentioning to you that Ushma for example at a very important time in my life was courage because it was sort of that phase where I was battling whether I should or should not come out and, and express who I authentically am Uh, and then you came into my life and you embodied freedom. And, and that's been super powerful for me as well. I've learned and grown so much from you. And uh, I would love to know who are the key people that helped you during that phase? What did you, did you transform? Did you come out of all of that that you were going through by yourself? Did you have any tools? Did you have any support? How was your experience from, from pain to power? Well, I had... All of it, let's say. I had tools that, that I used um, from my own coach, uh, from me as being a coach. I had a support system of friends around me, of certain people in my family. Most importantly, I felt a lot of support and love and guidance from Liberty, one of my guiding angels, you know. My name of my company is Liberty Coaching, not only because I want to guide people to the liberty of you know, knowing, being and growing themselves, But also my grandfather's name was Liberty because he was born in, in the war. So, you know, the condition was, a long story short, that his name had to be Liberty. And mm. uh, I never met him in person, but I know he's here to guide me and to honor him as well. I, I named it Liberty Coaching and I really felt his courage um, guiding me, his, his support helping me. I really felt his hand on, on my shoulder. Uh, while I was taking these steps and that really made it for me much lighter and less questioning it and just you know doing it and, and flowing with it more or less and, and enjoying that process 
I love that. I think that's uh, super powerful. And, and you talk about having fun with it, right? And I think fun is such an important part of what we do as coaches as well. We got to uh, make it relatable. And I think that's one of those things that you always love bringing up. When you talk to me about your brand, you always say, I want to make it approachable. I want to make it accessible, light, friendly, and fun. So I, it's something sparking my curiosity. And this podcast is called Not A Label. Besides the co- coach label, who else are you? What else do you do to have fun and to express your fullest self? That's a really funny question. And when you say fun, I see it very visually in my mind, like fun in the capitals, you know, F-U-N, fun. It's so important in life. Um, who am I next to a coach? I, I'm a person, you know, I live in Barcelona. So for me, this vibrant, dynamic uh, vibe we have in the city is super important. Uh, but also the combination of that dynamic together with the nature. Yeah, we, uh, we are close to the beach, close to the mountain, close to skiing. So I'm a very social person. I love to be around uh, beautiful people here. I love to go and see culture. I love to go to social events. But I also really, really love the, the hermit part of me to be alone, to be on the beach, to, to be in nature, but especially the beach and being there in the sun, reading a book and, and explore and be open to whoever crossed my path there. Mm, I love that. love that. So who was the last person you'd say you've met that truly made a, a difference in your life? It's two-sided, I think. I would say my coaches in the first place because they always keep me on track. They always give me their own perspective. They always give an objective point of view from, from my life and they, to take me out of my micro-subjective kind of ideas. But most definitely as well, my, my clients. Mm. I, I grow so much for my clients. Even today I had a session and it's, I always have to love a little bit inside of myself as well because I really resonate with my clients and, and I learn from them because what I have learned I can tell them and we both grow from that process and we learn from each other. So I actually would say, and of course confidentially, I'm not going to say any names, but my, my last session, the client is my last session. Yeah. Wow, that's powerful. Uh, something that I... I love sharing with my clients as well sometimes is that even though a coach sometimes takes on the, the responsibility of a teacher or a guide or a mentor, uh, he too is a student when he's jumping onto these sessions and helping people because he's learning from other people's perspectives and he's healing or he or she is healing. And that experience is something that I have myself as well. And I love that you see you see your clients as an equal provider to your learning experience. I think that's very, very beautiful. All right, amazing. I know that you have a deep love for palm trees. I know this is mm. uh, very off topic, but I think that was one of the reasons that made you move from Belgium, uh, which is where you're originally from. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, yeah, so I'm from, from Antwerp, the, the most beautiful city of Belgium. Okay, now I'm not going to have a lot of fans probably, but uh, <laughs> it's beautiful there. But I was living there up until I was 24. And I always told myself, I want to live in a, in a country with palm trees. You know, that was a, a wish I had as a little kid. And then I met uh, my first boyfriend back, uh, back in the days in, in Belgium, 12 years ago already. 
and he moved to Barcelona. So for me, that was the perfect excuse to go that to go to that country with palm trees. Uh, so I let myself guide by love and palm trees, and boom, here I am, still happy and uh, and shining uh, together with all these palm trees. I love that. Palm trees always make me think big, think of mm. uh, of a broader perspective, especially because of their branches. They they just uh, emulate this feeling of like possibility. Mm. And uh, I know you're a dreamer. I know you have big aspirations for what you want to achieve, but also how you want to impact the world. So I actually want to hear a little bit of that. What does a dream day look like in Thibaut's life? A dream day, and you might be surprised, but it's not about all these big things, you know. I can tell you like extraordinary stuff, but my life is very simple. I I see that in the little things, in the little specific things, are the big things, right? So in little specific moments, as in that that moment that you crossed uh, the eye with that stranger in the street, and and you, you gave him or her a smile, or you helped that person uh, in in the supermarket, or you had an amazing new connection wh- where you're working, whatever it is. For me, these are very big moments, right? So for me, an extraordinary day would be a day that I can feel calm, you know, that I wake up calmly, I journal, I meditate, I have time enough for my morning routine, and then I go out and explore, and preferably without a phone. Mm. (laughs) Something I just did after lunch as well, you know, going out with my dog without a phone. And that for me is a, a beautiful beautiful day would will also have that you know going out in the city explore flow without any ideas without any mm, fixed um, routes to take just let myself guide to whatever my feeling is saying go left go right don't check my phone and just see what's there and that is very simple but that gives me an immense amount of peace Mm, I love that. It's so interesting how for years we've been taught to to believe that our thoughts, that our mind is our truth. Yet you seem like a person very tuned in and tapped in with his intuition, with his feelings. And recently I discovered with conversations with God or sorry, or sort of say I rediscovered that our feelings are our truth. They're actually our navigation system telling us and eh, this is not for me or yes, this is for me. So what's your feeling right now? What's a feeling that you want people to have from this conversation? I have, and by the way, I want to say, don't believe everything you think. That's super important, right? I really had to say that because, uh, yeah. Um, What I'm feeling right now is I feel a lot of energy. I feel a lot of energy in my stomach and I'm not gonna question it. I'm just enjoying it. And it's just a lot of energy and I, and I, I love to give my energy, uh, which I think is a positive kind of energy. I would love to give that to others as well, to whoever is listening, to my next client, to the next person I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cross, uh, wherever that is in the streets. I want to, you know, transmit positivity, love, energy, and you do with that whatever you want. Tell us a secret, something special, like a ritual that you perform that truly lights up your day you know i remember listening to one of your conversations i think it was with brian or i i believe you had a podcast where you were sharing something specific that you do in your morning ritual but i'd love for you to share if there's anything recently that you've learned about yourself 
that you're implementing that has truly made a shift for you? Yeah, I I think people who, who know me, they know a little bit about my morning routines. That takes quite some time. And, and one of the, the parts of my morning routine is meditation, right? And what I was doing in that part of my day was listening to a guided meditation, right? And that helped me. But then actually I was thinking, no, let's shift that. Let's meditate by being guided by myself. Just nothing, you know? For me as being a, a busy bee, uh, as I like to call myself and, and my people, is it is so important to be calm and to find, you know, this peaceful moment. So I am now changing my meditation morning into a calm moment where I am, if necessary, I put a timer of 10 minutes and just listen to myself, listen to my thoughts, listen to whatever I am feeling. And if I want to go a little bit deep, deeper, I just, you know, take my two hands, put it on my heart, and I ask, I ask it questions, it, myself, my higher self, whatever you want to call it, and I ask myself questions, and I'm just patient and see what comes out. If I hear anything, if so, what is it saying, and, and go from there. And then I start journaling, and then boom, everything comes out, and then bam, everything makes sense. Mm. Uh, that sounds uh, very, very strong, to, a strong way to start the day. Something that was coming to my mind is, you know, talking to our clients, and I believe you must have this too, or talking to people even when we go out and network or grab a drink or something, and we talk about things like spirituality or, or meditation, right? Uh, something that I personally hear a lot is, I just can't. I just can't get my mind to be quiet. I just can't get myself to sit down and do it. I just can't. I don't understand people that can meditate. And there are so many stigmas around meditation mm -hmm. and and self-help and rituals and spirituality so how would you suggest me or anyone to take that first step what's that first action step you would inspire someone to take and i'm not sponsored by nike but i would say just do it you know <laughs> just do it and stop expecting so much from yourself you don't have to be perfect. I mean, they say meditate and, and the idea is to think nothing. Well, that's almost impossible. So just sit there for 10 minutes. Start like that. Sit there, put a timer, do nothing. And that's the first step. And then later on, maybe the next time your thoughts will be a little bit calmer. Maybe next time you try out another kind of meditation. Whatever it is, just do it. And let's see. Mm, I love that. Okay. I now want to go somewhere a little bit more interesting. I believe this entire conversation has been really, really powerful. However, if you allow me, I want to go to the bit where we met and how we actually made it happen. Because I feel like that was a very, very interesting scenario, right? We both talked and we've, we've constantly talked about how we manifested each other. And something that I believe you incorporate in your program and you're constantly talking to me about as well is values. Mm -hmm. What are my values? What are the other person's values? Are those values matching? Or am I even a mirror to the values that I want to embody in my life? I don't know if this, may, this is making more sense, but I would love for you to share your approach on values and manifestation and, and how it happened for us. I'm a manifesting generator, right? Uh, for the people who know human design. And I was manifesting you, let's say, unconsciously. So what I did, and I advise that to my people as well who are looking for, for love. First of all, fill up your own cup of self-love, right? 
And whenever you have done that, write down like 10, 20 aspects of the characteristics of your dream partner, right? And I've done that. So I was writing down a lot of stuff. And funny enough, in the past, I remember that my list was full of the outside things for my for my future boyfriend, the outside things, the material things, you know. And now I realize everything that I was writing down was all about internal things, right? But I'm also very happy with the outside, but it was all about the internal things. And that was a very funny shift to see. And I wrote all these things down. And what I did is I let it go. So I felt good about myself. I filled up my own cup of self-love. I then knew what I wanted to have in my future partner. I wrote it down. It was clear. And bam, I turned the page. I let it go. And basically, I let it to the universe to respond. And then that happened. And even then, I didn't see it directly. You know, you, you came uh, on, the, on the scene. Let's say we had a connection. We talked. It was a very beautiful first connection. And it, and it grew slowly. And up until a moment, I realized like, hmm, check, 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 check. And, and I wasn't manifesting. Now, whenever a person comes in my life as a partner, as in, in your case as well, it's not only about checking the, the, the boxes of your, your list that you have made, but also I try to filter the people around me with my values, right? And my core values are, are love, empathy, growth, and fun. Fun with, with the capitals, you know, in, in big letters. So try to filter out whatever you are doing, wh- whoever you are allowing in your, in your orbit, whoever you want to um, attract, whatever decision you are making, filter that out by your values. And then life becomes easier, more fun and more flowing. Mm. That's, that's on point. I believe I probably did something similar. I think I was actually listening to an episode of a podcast by Jay Shetty where he was saying manifest or attract your ideal partner by looking into your values. I think it was something like that. And here I am just listening to that podcast with complete detachment, which I feel goes hand in hand with what you were saying about letting go, you know, manifesting and letting it go. So I was just listening one day, just having fun. And he was giving us this exercise to write down your values and the values you want and the things that you don't want. So you're very clear on what you want to attract. I remember just having fun one day on a Saturday morning, listening to the podcast, writing down my values. And I think I probably wrote down spiritual growth, love, generosity, empathy. And I'm so grateful I found that. And, uh, and I have you here. Um, but it's, it's very interesting what happens when we let go, right? And we surrender in a way. Um, something that I feel like is very trendy right now in the world of mental health and spirituality is protect your energy you know Mm. protect your energy and in other words you were saying stuff earlier like fill your cup and for me that's really powerful um but i would love to understand what do you do to fill your cup what does that look like for you it's two-sided yeah because i do you can do a lot of things to fill your cup and you can do things to protect your energy yeah to fill to fill my cup for example in the last couple of days i i had a low moment i really felt drained i felt uh, kind of empty and i was not questioning it too much i accepted it and i was looking at my happy triggers uh, that's a list that, that i have for myself i also give it to my clients to think about all the things that make me happy that fill up my cup, right? 
So things that were there was, you know, being by myself, doing a dance, listening to happy music, you know, these these simple things, you know, having that coffee, spoil myself with the breakfast. And I did that and, and then I really felt my cup filling up, feeling more energy. And then what I love to do to to protect my energy is, is actually something very personal. I Every time I go to bed or whenever I feel that I, I need to protect my energy, then I, I create like this bulb, bulb or how do you call it? Uh, a bulb around me. Like a shield maybe. A shield, yeah, like a, a cocoon, let's say, you know. Mm. I, I create this golden uh, cocoon around me that really starts at my heart. And, you know, and my heart is glowing, 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 like in, in you know, do it in your favorite color. But in, in my case, it's, uh, it's a golden color and it's sparkling and it goes from my heart to whole, my whole body bit by bit. And it fills every corner of my body. And then I create, you know, that energy and that golden light as a bubble around me as, as a protection. And that's the way I protect my energy and, and myself when, when I go to bed or whenever I, I feel I need to protect my energy, yes. Mm, I love that. That's that, that's so strong. I, I remember you telling me to do this as well, and it's so uh, such a beautiful way to end the day, to to fill your cup not only at the start of your day but also at the end. You know, so so you fill your cup for when you go into sleep and 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 you go into bed with that beautiful energy and and just uh, surrender to to nice rest. What's one thing? that you want to leave behind? What's one key message that you want to leave behind in this world? Call it your legacy if you want to use that word or call it just a statement that you want Thibaut and Liberty Coaching to be remembered for. That's a very big question and I'm like, oh no, I have to give the perfect answer because my saboteur, the perfectionist is coming up but I'm not going to listen to him. I'm just going to tell you the first thing that popped my mind when you said that question and what I actually want to, to tell people is when you are doubting to give love, do it. Give love. When you're doubting to say thanks, give, give thanks. When you're doubting to, to do whatever it is around love, do it. When you're doubting to give that hug, do it. When you're doubting, like, sh- shall I keep that hug a little bit longer? Do it. It's love. It never can go bad. It makes us vulnerable, you know, to do it. But in, in case of doubt, around anything about love, do it. Mm, that hit home. That really hit home. Uh, especially nowadays, after the pandemic, where we're sort of juggling if we should even have physical contact or not mm. with each other. And you, you don't know if to go give someone a hug or, or support. Um, but it's, it's such a... Nothing replaces a hug. Nothing replaces the warmth of physical touch. Nothing replaces a smile, like you said, across the street. And nothing replaces just an act of love towards uh, one another. I think that's one of the first posts that we connected on as well. What's an act of self-love that we're mm. performing and, and sharing with other people. And... Um, I'd love to ask you just to wrap up today, which has been a beautiful conversation. What's an act of self-love that you're going to perform for yourself that may even inspire others to do so as well? An act of self-love that I'm going to do? Well, I can say the obvious, you know, get a massage and and, and all these things. Um, But what can I also answer is an act of self-love is have an evening of not watching TV and to lay down in my sofa and listen to music. 
that for me is an act of self-love. That is a, a way where I respect my inner being and not listen to my... I always need to be busy or overly stimulated. No, lay down, enjoy, smile, look at the ceiling, whatever it is. And don't get, don't get annoyed about the stains on the ceiling, but <laughs> just be happy, lie there, and it's all good. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful energy. Thank you so much for sharing so much value, for sharing your story. And uh, I'm truly, truly grateful to have you here. I know a lot of people are going to feel immensely uh, inspired and also in immensely connected to your story. I think connections are a very strong word for you. So thank you. No, and thank you. I'm, I'm very happy to be invited to, to your podcast. And I also want to thank you for, for the work that you are doing, not only as a coach and, and all the beautiful other things you are doing, but for creating this podcast, for creating this space for people to share their stories and where people hopefully can get uh, some value out of it. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for tuning in to Not A Label. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please make sure to share it with your loved ones, your friends, your family, and anyone out there that might need to hear this. Thank you for being a part of this community. Make sure to share this on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and in any other platform that can help us make a greater impact together. Take care. Have a blessed day ahead.